you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. I want to start the show off with a couple of quick questions this morning. First and foremost, could the Deshaun Watson story get any stranger? Wow. You know, I thought the entire I don't want to play here anymore angle was weird enough. But these lawsuits that have been filed against him, they take weird to a whole new level, don't they? Well, in case you've been living under the enchanted rock in Fredericksburg and hadn't heard the news, more than one female masseuse has now filed a civil lawsuit in which they allege that Watson acted inappropriately during massage sessions. Of course, Watson categorically denies the allegations, and we should point out right up front that this is absolutely a he-said-she-said said deal. Well, maybe more like a he-said-they-said said deal. And I'm not taking sides here, so don't misinterpret that comment to mean that I do or don't believe the accusations. It's simply that this truly is the essence of he-said-she-said, said, isn't it? Because the alleged incidents took place when the two parties were completely alone. There was absolutely no one else around to confirm or deny the details that any of them had to offer. So none of us have any idea what did or did not happen. Now, certainly, based on everything we've seen and heard about Deshaun Watson up to this point in his life, even his harshest critic would have to admit that Behavior like this is way, way out of character for this young man. But at the very least, we also have to admit that very few of us know him all that well, right? I mean, I've met and even befriended some of the most famous and best-known people in Houston, shoot, all over the country, all over the world, frankly, in my 57 years as a broadcaster, but I've never met Deshaun Watson. I doubt many of you've met Deshaun Watson either, so very few of us know what he's really like behind closed doors. But this story certainly doesn't match the way he's acted in public, and that's dating back to long before he ever arrived here. On the other hand, the amount of detail in the alleged victim's stories, that's pretty overwhelming. So it's extremely difficult to just discount their claims without at least investigating everything first. That's what really needs to happen in this case. All the facts need to be fully investigated before any of us start drawing conclusions, you know? Well, for instance, the first alleged victim said that Watson said something to her like, I know you have a career and reputation, and I know you'd hate for someone to mess with yours, just like I don't want anyone messing with mine. That really kind of says it all for both sides, doesn't it? Both their careers and reputations are on the line. Well, several, apparently. And it would be terribly unfair for us to take sides in this situation without knowing the facts, right? And let's face it, we don't know the facts because none of us were there. It's truly he said, she said. And anything beyond that is 
pure speculation at best, outright character assassination at worst. And I sincerely mean that with regard to all parties here. So don't be looking to me to take a side at this point. We need to know a lot more before we judge any of these people. What we do know is that this is bad news for the Houston Texans. No matter how the story turns out, the football franchise comes out a loser. No, really, stop and think about it. If this is nothing more than a money grab by the plaintiffs, then it's just one more hideous distraction from the franchise's efforts to rebuild their roster and field a winning team again. It's just one more grass fire that new GM Nick Casario has to put out instead of focusing his attention on giving the new head coach, David Culley, the players he needs to win football games. On the other hand, if this story has legs, as they say in the journalism business, if this story has validity, then the whole I don't want to play here anymore angle in this story gets a whole lot more complicated. Well, here's the deal. If this story explodes and Deshaun Watson's reputation takes a major hit, his trade stock drops like, well, the Enchanted Rock, and the Texans are left holding the bag. They'll have an untradeable superstar who wants nothing to do with this franchise, and he also has $111 million in guaranteed money in his contract. Now, I have no idea if there's a morals clause in that contract that could have some kind of bearing on whether that money is still owed to him or not. Of course, there's always the fired with cause element to be considered, but that's far from the worst of it. We're talking about people's lives here, and this thing could get very ugly very fast. Let's just say that the Texans really do want to keep Watson, and let's even suppose they talk him into staying. After these lawsuits, does he still fit the high character image that the Texans have always insisted they require from every member of their franchise, top to bottom? Even if Deshaun Watson proves the negative and convinces the court that nothing happened, the stigma from this whole mess won't just instantly go away. Nasty fans all over the league are going to hold up disgusting signs at games. They're going to yell things far worse than that. And Watson will never be able to shed that image in the minds of some people, no matter how wrong they might be. And what about the women? What happens to their lives? Will Deshaun Watson fans find out who they are and hound them to death like so many other innocent women before them? Holy smoke, what a mess. And I'm telling you right now, no matter how this turns out, this is a lose-lose scenario for the Houston Texans. Yeah, well, but enough about all that. It's kind of depressing anyway, isn't it? Besides, I said I had a couple of questions for you today, didn't I? So here's the second one. Why is the sun just now coming up for crying out loud? <laughs> Of course, it's because we switched to daylight savings time last weekend. So this is the first morning since then that we visited on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. But you gotta admit, it's a little odd to see the sunrise just now peeking over the horizon, right? I can't wait to hear what my old buddy Fred Olson has to say about this. Because back when he and I were on the Hudson and Harrigan Show, we got up at 3 a.m. every day. And losing that hour of sleep every year, it, he just suffered for a week or more until his body adjusted. It never seemed to bother me that much. Maybe it was that wake-up-fast training that I got in the Army. But I will admit that when you live in that constant state of sleep deprivation, yeah, that extra hour in bed is a really big deal. There were so many times that we were at public appearances, like the rodeo or concerts or galas, and those things don't end until late at night. But we'd be up and at them at 3 a.m. the next day, so yeah, it was tough sledding sometimes. 
You know, when your sleep patterns are out of whack with the rest of the world, like ours were, you become a creature of habit, and one hour can make a big difference. Well, as an example, I, I still find random clocks around the house that we forgot to reset, you know? Why is it the clock in my truck is always the last one to get changed? And I've also heard that there's serious consideration for dropping daylight savings time altogether, just going to one time that will apply all year long. That's not a bad idea. But it does make for some interesting stories. I will never forget one Sunday morning at College Park Baptist Church over near HBU. It was the day after the time change, and I ran the sound booth for the 11 a.m. worship service. The sermon was in progress, so I took a break, and I stepped out the front door for a breath of fresh air. It was about 11.45, maybe 11.50, and up walked a nice young couple holding hands, and they said, good morning. So I held the door open for them, and they walked inside. <laughs> but I didn't even let the door close behind them, because I knew in about 15 seconds, they were going to come walking right back out again <laughs> because they hadn't reset their clocks and they were not about to admit that they'd walked into church just as the service was about to end. As they walked away, I said, have a nice day, <laughs> but they didn't even say a word back to me. They almost ran to their car. It was absolutely hilarious. Oh, and there's one more question I have for you on today's edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Other than cooking utensils and heat, what are a chef's most valuable tools? Well, I don't know about you, but I'd say knives. So today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, we're going to talk with a cutlery maker a blacksmith, if you will, a forged-in-fire guy, if there ever was one. And yes, he even appeared on the TV show. And I have even more questions for him. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. 
We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. First timer alert. Please say hello to Cowboy Zemanski, the owner and bladesmith at Phoenix Knives in Belleville. Welcome, Cowboy. Well, thank you very much, Randy, for having me on. You betcha. Now, being a native Texan, I have affectionately called people Cowboy all my life. Uh, but this is the first time I've ever met anybody who actually uses that as a first name. But be honest now, Cowboy. Is that the name we would find on your birth certificate? Nope. Uh, that would not be, I do have a good solid Christian name. It's just not something I've gone by for almost 35 years. So where did that nickname cowboy come from? That actually gets to be a pretty long story throughout <laughs> my life. It's been handed to me a couple good times. Well, give us the short version. <laughs> uh, the short version is, you know, 
throughout my life that's been handed to me at different times. But the easiest analogy would be when I was about 18 so years old, I decided that I needed to make a change in my life. I moved into doing sports for a living and I wore boots, hats, rodeo buckles, things like that. So everybody started calling me cowboy and I decided I wanted to make a change in who I am. So I reinvented myself. And since everybody was already calling me cowboy, I adopted the moniker and has stuck ever since. Oh, that's a good story, cowboy. <laughs> and I promise not to keep saying your name like that over and over. Okay. That's okay. Have fun with it. I'm a pretty laid back kind of guy. It doesn't bother me at all. Well, that's just the beginning of the legend, however, because Cowboy Zemanski is also the sole proprietor in a blacksmith shop that's been operating since, uh, and almost continuously, since 1891? That is correct. Tell us that story. It's bound to be a good one. Well, the shop was built in 1891 by an immigrant, German immigrant named E.O. Finn, and he ran it for a long time. He brought in some locals. Uh, some Mavises. There was at least three generations of Mavises that ran through the shop. Then eventually the town, you know, kind of dried up. They moved across the street. So the shop went quiet for a short time. And I was traveling around Texas doing shows. Their chamber of commerce in Belleville found me and said, we'd love to have you do a show in our town. So I was like, I've never heard of this town. And <laughs> I was getting a bit tired they said, we want to put you in front of the old blacksmith shop. And I was like, well, I kind of perked up to that and said, yeah, I'll come do a show. So in 2003, they invited me into town. I came, did a show here, had a great time. And the owner of the building at the time said, what would it get to get you to move here to Belleville and turn this back to a working blacksmith shop? And without hesitation, I popped off with cheap rent, just throwing it out there for fun. <laughs> and he said, okay. And the town's always honored it ever since. Wow. Well, we're celebrating the high holy days of Texas on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Excellent. And in the early days of our state, in our history, the local blacksmith primarily just chewed horses, or at least that's what I always thought. Set me straight on the history of blacksmith work, cowboy. Well, the Iron Age has lasted almost 4,000 years. Mm -hmm. We were responsible for everything made out of metal. Now, I, by trade, am a cutler or a bladesmith because I make items that cut or knives. Farriers would have done horseshoes. Nailers made nails. Armors made armor. Gunsmiths made guns. So you have a lot of different kinds of blacksmiths. The term smith meant craftsman. We crafted the black metal. So it's a very generic term to show that we worked iron. I see. The only time period in history named for an individual, the iron worker. So it's a broad subject, and you had a lot of things. It's like taking your car to the mechanic. Are you getting a radiator, a paint job, yeah. a new transmission? It's Everybody specializes in the trade. Well, let's talk about your history for a minute. Where were you born, reared, go to school, all of that kind of stuff? Uh, I was born here in Houston, Texas. I grew up out there towards Friendswood, graduated Clear Creek, Travel around a lot of times. Well, yeah, we saw that. Despite growing up out in the, in the suburbs of Houston, you wound up going away to college in Ohio? What in the world made you go to school in the frozen north, cowboy? Well, and that's it. It was frozen north. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, my family had moved up there, my mom and brother. Ah. Um, he was going to college up there in school. I was staying down here because, you know, I was the rebel child. I like to do my own thing. And circumstances just worked out. I wanted to be an architect. I went to school up there to stay with them, try and reinvent myself with schooling. 
wasn't my thing. I can't sit behind a desk. I got to work with my hands. So, and the fact that the city froze while I was up there, I was like, this is way too cold for a Texas boy. <laughs> so I jumped, loaded everything back on my motorcycle and drove back down here to Texas. Says, Y'all could, you can have the North. I want to be down here in the South. But one day a man asked you a simple question that completely changed your entire life. What was the question and what happened? Well, I was managing a sporting goods store and one of my friends came in and said, what did you really want to do with your life? And I said, I wanted to make knives. I wanted to be a blacksmith. It just always fascinated me. He started laughing at me and said, you never know what's under your own nose. And I'm like, okay. So he told me to drive down the street a little ways and go into this old dilapidated gun store. He said, ask for a guy named Lee. This old building is just so smoky. You can't see your hand in front of your face. These guys come walking out and we start talking and I asked for Lee, we visit. I said, I want to learn to do this. Well, after a handful of arm wrestling and talking back and forth, he's like, fine, show up tomorrow morning. I really had to browbeat this guy. He's like, come in tomorrow morning. We'll start teaching you. So I was like, finally, I get to learn to be a blacksmith. So I jumped back on the bike, went back to my job, called the owner of the shop and said, you've got my resignation. I'll finish today because tomorrow morning I start my new career as a blacksmith. <laughs> 24 years later, I'm still doing it. And you even worked as a blacksmith in living history sites all over Texas. Does the name Nick Kesselberg ring a bell with you, my friend? Actually, Nick and I are best friends. We've known each other for many years. I've played sous chef to him and a few things like that. So yes, Nick and I are very old friends. That's actually a trick question, cowboy, because I asked Nick if he knew you in advance and he confirmed that the two of you had worked together before. Nick is a frequent guest here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. He sends his regards. You can't do better than Nick. Your bio says that you still maintain a collection of period costumes. I do. From the high holy days of Texas history. What kind of outfits do you have? Just about anything from... 1830 and newer for the most part it's going to be more texas history i have i do a lot of educational venues at my shop and so when i get homeschoolers boy scouts girl scouts if they need i can do period um representation to explain the history of the iron age how it affected us and what it did and so that's basically what you did at this living history museum right Yes, it is. Um, I sat out there and forged if they needed nails to build a new chicken coop or the plowshares pulled out. If they needed, if Nick needed cooking items, we did a few programs of early 10th century Scottish cooking. So I made all these old cooking irons for him. And then he cooked up salmon and cold cannon and scones and all this on this 10th century Scottish cooking iron. So we have worked together many times on a variety of projects, trying to do history and things like that. So yes, I have a passion for that sort of thing. Everything I do is going to either be science, history, or math. And so I like to incorporate and show how that works in this field. So then you wound up back in Belleville, and we just have to ask you the most obvious question of all. Do the names Jared or Marcus Poffenberger ring a bell? They do. Um, those two brothers are actually my nephew-in-laws. I eat a lot of Belleville Meat Market food. And that's a trick question, too, uh, Cowboy, because uh, Belleville Meat Market is one of our most loyal sponsors. Uh, but would it be safe to assume that you craft all the knives that they use at the Belleville Meat Market? 
No, I can't boast that. Um, I have made knives for Danny Poffenberger, and a lot of their guys will bring their stuff in to have me sharpen. So, yes, I have made knives for them. Um, but, no, nope, they don't use a majority of my knives. They got a big staff, and I have a big back order. I'm not sure I'd be able to outfit them as in the time frame they needed. So if we were coming to you to get knives, you said you had a big back order. I guess there might be a little bit of a delay in being able to get a knife or a knife set from you? There is. I mean, any kind of custom-crafted art piece will take some time. So I usually put between 30 and 70 hours into a knife. Wow. Uh, I have some knives in the case that are available. If you want it custom with your initials on there, your choice of handles, all that, it can sometimes take between a year and 18 months really? to get made, depending on the time of year, the back, what you want on there and things like that. Well, we've run short of time in this segment, but can you hang out for a few more minutes and talk about Phoenix Knives? Yes, I would love to. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoking hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, a electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Haynes to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. 
If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data sim with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data sims. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a complete computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. We're visiting with Cowboy Zemanski today of Phoenix Knives. I know Saturdays are usually busy for you, Cowboy, so we appreciate you sticking around for an extra segment, my friend. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. We mentioned your friendship with Nick Kesselberg in the first segment, but he told us to ask you to tell us the story of how you almost got a free one-way flight ticket from Katy to Sealy, compliments of a pole tarp and a thunderstorm at a Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> I forgot about that story. <laughs> uh, when they opened the Bass Pro Shops in Katy, Nick and I were asked to come out and do demonstrations out there. So we built a pioneer camp right there in the middle of their parking lot. Wow. So I set up my tent with my blacksmithing booth, my forges, anvils, and all my wares laid out. And right next to me, Nick put his chuck wagon and his cooking apparatuses all out there. He decided to run home for a few minutes because he needed to pick up some more supplies while we were getting set up. And a tornado decided to come in and touch down <laughs> just down the road about um, Grand Parkway. <laughs> so I'm sitting out there in a the parking lot trying, hanging from the bottom of these tents. And I'm out there looking like this spider monkey with this rope trying to tie off to every car's bumper that was in the surrounding area to keep my tents from blowing off. So it was a very exciting few minutes that we got to have out there together. Yeah, he didn't tell us the entire story, and I wanted to save it so that you could tell it to us yourself. Uh, you said a moment ago that, generally speaking, it takes you quite a while to handcraft a set of knives. Do most of your customers at Phoenix Knives customize the knives? I would say that probably 80 plus percent of my knives are custom crafted. Um, wow. I got into it 24 years ago and I have the same clientele over that 24 years. These guys come back and they just keep buying repeatedly. So uh, to me, that's a very big compliment that these guys are so loyal to me. Um, 
and I'm constantly receiving new guys, but it's just a lot of fun. And we take a lot of time and investing in each piece that we make to make sure you have the best tool you could possess. Now, do most of your customers uh, consider themselves professionals or are most of them just at-home chefs? Good combination of both. Probably the majority of them will be at-home chefs. But I have got the pleasure of working with quite a few professional chefs. Anybody we would recognize? Mm, Probably not too many. Uh, Most of them are smaller restaurants and things like that. Joe Friedman's out of Denver, Colorado. There's just been a few. I got the pleasure when I worked with Chef that Emerald Lagasse came into town. So I got to sit in the background and play sous chef for them. And he went home with a paring knife. So, yeah, we do a variety of different things. It just depends. Well, speaking of variety, do you have variety packages for people like me who don't really know what they want? Yes, I do. Um, You come in and tell me what you want to do, what style of cooking, how you cook, push, cut, chop, slice, draw, cut, all those different things. And then we start building those tools. You know better than I do what you like to use. I mean, you've got a big butcher block there, and you probably only pick three knives out of that butcher block at any given point. So we're going to talk about what knives you use, how you use them, and then we're going to start designing around you. I'll make the steel that's going to last, that's going to hold its edge, and that's going to perform the way you want. But you know better than I do what you like to use. So how do folks find out more about Phoenix Knives? First of all, it's spelled a little differently than we might expect, right? Well, I did not put the O in my Phoenix because I don't want to be associated with Arizona. (laughs) I wanted the legend of the Phoenix. So our pieces are forged in the fire. They come out or reborn as something new. Then we spend a lot of hours on the grinders polishing and hand sanding and making these knives beautiful. And because they're made out of quality, they're going to become basically immortal, which encompasses the legend of the Phoenix. Well, do you have a website? I do. It's phoenixknives.com. And spell that out because it is spelled differently. It is. It's P-H-E-N-I-X-K-N-I-V-E-S.com. And do you have social media presence? All over social media, Facebook, Instagram. And what about a phone number? My phone number is 713-724-6813. This is my personal cell number. You call, you get me direct. And we understand that you competed in the very first season of the History Channel's Forged in Fire show. Uh, From talking to chefs who have appeared on TV cooking competitions, we already know reality TV is not real. But there is a certain amount of reality in the shows. So what was your impression? Well, I'm very... I'm very proud and very blessed to have been on Forged in Fire. It was a lot of fun for me. It created this great brotherhood. I am very impressed that the one thing I have found out, like you said, a lot of reality shows are not really true reality. On Forged in Fire, we did what you see. There was no stopping the clock or any real Hollywood or anything like that in there. We did what you see on that show. It was not filmed in one day. We did have to go in and temper the blades overnight to make the best quality and the best strength. But what you saw on the show is reality. We did do that. So I'm very proud of the fact that it was not a game show. But that relationship spawned another event that we want to talk about on today's edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, Texas Select Forged in Fire. What's that? Well, Texas Select from Forged in Fire was an idea that I had about four years ago. 
uh, Texas has the distinction of having more competitors and more champions than almost any other state. So all these people started showing up going, Oh, if you watch the show, you were on that show, different things like that. And I'm like, so I started calling these guys, my brothers now and said, we want to hold a show at my shop so these people can meet you and get a, get to see y'all. And a unique phenomenon happened is that I started getting phone calls from guys all over the country and they wanted to participate in this show. They're like, this is a really neat event and we'd love to get together with our fellow brothers. So we opened it up, said, let's go. Let's have everybody here. This year, we've got somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 plus forged and fire guys. Wow. From 20 plus states coming here to Texas. Good grief. On Friday and Saturday, the first weekend of April, just to meet all the people. They do this on their own dime. So everything we're doing is a charity-driven event to have as much fun as we possibly can. So will visitors be able to walk around and, and watch these blacksmiths work? And, and will they be able to talk to them, learn about the knives, all of that kind of stuff? Yes. This is a free event. So you get to come in, meet all these guys, watch forging demonstrations, chopping competitions, throw tomahawks, buy knives from these guys. We've got kitchen, hunting, you name it, we've got it. We will be, we have a rare appearance of the ballistic dummies from Forged and Fire. We will be cutting up some of the dummies on stage that you will actually get to see. And we will probably auction off the opportunity for one of the fans to come up and stab and cut the ballistic dummies, just like you've seen on Forged and Fire. What about refreshments, Cowboy? Will there be any food and drink for sale? We will have food and drink. Our local Lions Club for their charities is offering Belleville Meat Market food and offering a beer barn with local brewery beer. So you can come in there and have beer, food, everything you want at our event. Uh, beer and sharp objects. That doesn't sound like a very good idea to me. Oh, sure it is. But I'm sure you know what you're doing. Yes, it is. Yeah, you, you do know what you're doing, right, Cowboy? <laughs> we do. We are professionals at doing this. Well, I am not, so I'll trust you, okay? <laughs> uh, now, when exactly will the Texas Select from Forged and Fire take place? So, Texas Select from Forged and Fire will be Friday and Saturday, April 2nd and 3rd, from 9 to 4, both Friday and Saturday. It is an all-day fun event that will be charity-driven for the local science club, for the Belleville Lions Club, and for the local VFW. And where will it be located? Our address is 305 East Main Street, Belleville, Texas, 77418. Come out. There's a farmer's market going on. There's a craft show downtown. There is as much to do as you could possibly manage to put into one day without any problem. And what are the times for the event? The event hours are going to be from 9 to 4. And do you have a website or social media? If you look on Facebook, the easiest way to find us is Texas Select from Forged and Fire on Facebook, Instagram, or phoenixknives.com. This has been Cowboy Zemanski of Phoenix Knives in Belleville. Tell us one more time how your listeners can find out more about your knives, Cowboy. Come to Texas Select from Forged in Fire or Phoenix Knives on Facebook or social medias. Thanks for your time on a busy Saturday morning. And hey, tell Jared Poffenberger to stay away from sharp objects and beer, okay? I will do that. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. 
Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself. And you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide 
variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all. 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. Here's the man of the hour. By that, I mean Fred Olson, my old Hudson and Harrigan show radio partner from days gone by. How are you, brother? I'm doing really pretty good. Well, I guess if Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, and that makes him the goat, you're the man of the hour, that makes you the moth, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. I have no idea. (laughs) Wow. What are you? Do you have extra caffeine this morning? What's going on? But you know, there's another reason why I called you the man of the hour to start out with. The moth thing just came out of clear (laughs) air. I don't know where that came from at all. But (laughs) I remember when we switched to daylight savings time last weekend, I thought about you. I remembered how much you hated the weekend that happened when we were getting up at 3 a.m. Monday through Friday to be on the radio every day. You remember that? I do it because essentially we were waking up at 2 a.m. according to our body clock. So it always took a few weeks to get used to it. Oh. And then the cool thing about winter is at night, it's dark at 8 o'clock. <laughs> you know, so by 9 o'clock when we go to bed, it was pitch black and, you know, no twilight and it was easier to go to sleep. But now that we are retired. Yeah, well, speak for yourself, John Smith. <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all. I just wish they'd make up their mind. I think that if we just stayed static, like, isn't it Arizona and Alaska and Indiana or a couple of states that don't, don't change. Yeah, I know there are a couple, but I I don't remember which ones. I just remember you cussing and complaining about it every year. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there was that. Yeah. And then after two weeks, everything got kind of back to normal, kind of like now. So yeah, it was, it was always weird. And, and I loved embraced winter because again, it got darker earlier. But, <laughs> so uh, we've entered, we've entered a new season. We've got a new year and uh, hopefully everything is just going to be a lot smoother. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. I, I hear you've had some problems as of late that you've had to deal with medically. Well, yeah, I've got a, another shoulder surgery. I think I should have surgery every 20 years, whether I need it or not. <laughs> and that seems to be the case. So I will, I will be uh, the Tony Baselli of radio. I will have had uh, surgery on both shoulders. And of course, you'll be going to Dr. Tom Parr for that work. He's, he's just, he's amazing. Uh, and uh, his history in Vietnam and his I know he didn't. He probably didn't want people gushing about him, but you know the the awards he's won just for you know leadership and and uh, being present and, and being great or something else. So I'm so glad. But I was going to go back to Tony Baselli for a second. Sure. Remember when we when we first got the Texans, mm-hmm. and the first guy they were going to put in place was I think Tony Baselli is like six seven. He'd come from the Jaguars. Yes. And he was this monster of a guy, good guy, great offensive tackle, blindside tackle, right? So he comes in and he, he meets us. He's live on the show with us. Yes, I remember that. And and I had just had shoulder surgery and I was recovering from it. It's about a year recovery. And uh, he said, well, I've had like four shoulder surgeries. Ooh. And I said, well, how far can you lift your arms? And he showed me and I, I looked at you later. I said, there's no way he's ever going to play. Because sometimes that surgery, you, you can't, how could you possibly pass block? 
or or run block when you can't really get your arms into the position. And he never did play a down for the Texans. Yeah, I remember that he didn't play, but I didn't remember you predicting that. Well, he had he had a bunch of surgeries on both shoulders, and I went, "If I can, if I'm having an issue with one, imagine you know if you've had four or more on your shoulders and a big guy like that." So he never played it down. But you had shoulder surgery, and you never missed a day of work. Well, that was different. You and I had a we had this pact, this kind of thing that the the accountability is what we kind of learned early in radio. You showed up <laughs> unless you were really, really, really sick. And I don't think we missed a handful of, of days over the years due to sickness. I mean, if you could show up, you showed up rain, shine, hurricane, typhoon. Yeah. Worked through a few of those. <laughs> anything. And so, yeah, I'd wake up and go, I've I got to go to work. There's no not going. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, I, I remember that last shoulder surgery. I had to lift my, we had computer screens then. And that was a new way of it. So I had to take my left arm to lift my right arm up the computer screen. Because <laughs> they were, they were, we were, we were, it was a raised platform that we worked from. And, and then I, I you know, moved my left arm to make my right arm hit the button. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and then I go home and take a pain pill and go back to bed. I remember that, so. <laughs> well, you mentioned the Texans. I get the feeling that they're putting this jigsaw together with pieces from every other puzzle they can find. Have you gotten that impression? Well, they've got a field of team. And a couple of their acquisitions are probably people who at least are bridge players and have a lot of linebackers. And when I saw the word, the term rotational role players, mm -hmm. people who can play linebacker who maybe have a year left in the tank and all their cat money they seem to be spending at this point on people who are like one year, you know, signed deals. So the future isn't held captive by any huge contracts except for Deshaun. And that could change at any moment. So. Yeah, they're, they're just bringing in people and, and uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, talk about him. What do you think of that idea? Well, you know, the guy can scramble, he can run, and he's going to have to in that offense <laughs> yeah. if he plays. But it, it's a one-year, $12 million potential, so I think there's a lot of incentives written to that, which tells us maybe he could be the starter. You know, he's a heck of a backup. Consider it. I mean, the guy can, can do a lot of things, so... And he, he, this would give him a position maybe to play if, if uh, Deshaun Watson is gone, which could certainly happen. But, you know, the people that bring it in or and cutting loose, so it's it's about saving money because we were so, we were in debt cap hell, actually. Yeah, but the cap money situation would change considerably if they traded Deshaun Watson, right? Oh, my goodness, yeah. And if they did it for picks and got a quarterback who could work on a rookie contract for five years yeah that so they're not doing anything really dumb i guess other than maybe i can't i can't say i'm just a spectator but they're just trying to field a team trying to get people in there who can play the part and and maybe still have something to prove or they're just coming here to you know make it their last year in the nfl or their journeyman players so well do you think that's the deal with mark ingram yeah for a running back yeah i mean well we needed one um sure I don't think any of these guys are, none of them are just starting out in their career. Some of them hadn't played a lot where they were. One guy was, he was out because of COVID and didn't get a chance to come back and play much. A couple of those guys were COVID exemptions or, or had gotten injured and couldn't rehab in time to play a season anywhere else. But um, it'll be interesting. Well, Ingram was a healthy scratch uh -huh. from four of the final five Ravens games last year. I wonder what they know the Ravens, that Nick Casario doesn't. 
Um, I don't know. I know they just got to put a team on the field, but it's going to be rough. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to be bad. Now, I, I admit that Ingram is a low-risk signing because it's only one year. It's only $3 million. But color me skeptical. And I'd, I'm even more suspicious about the Marcus Cannon deal from New England. Yeah. Let's face it. Bill Belichick is the master and commander of knowing exactly when to get rid of an underachieving former star. This reeks of all that, don't you think? Well, you know, Belichick this year, I think, I don't know how many, much they've spent, they're some of the biggest spenders in free agency this year. They've, they've kind of revamped everything uh, with money, which is, you know, not something they always do. So times are changing in New England and uh, without, without the goat or the moth or the moth. <laughs> Well, Cannon even opted out of last season because of his personal concerns about COVID. He's a cancer survivor, so his immune system is compromised. That's right. But that means we don't even know for sure if he'll even suit up next fall or not. But if they could make Cannon work at right tackle, then they could move Titus Howard back inside to the guard position where they think he's better. Yeah. So there are a lot of ifs, ands, buts, and I think the next few years that we've talked about, and I think everybody knows common knowledge is going to be rough, and they're going to get a lot of draft picks in the future. And uh, <laughs> it's just too bad it had to get to this point. It didn't have to get to this point. So hopefully these guys are the answer. Um, we'll find out. But again, I went from angry to upset to fascination at uh, the train wreck. and and. Um, I always think, you know, that, that happens in Cleveland. It's happened and it happens to the Jets every year of the rebuild and it happens to uh, Jacksonville, but to us, and then boom, we get it really bad, really bad. So from angry to upset to shoulder surgery. <laughs> <laughs> but I have the greatest nurse in the world. She is just going to be the greatest nurse and uh, we're prepping for all that stuff. And uh, I'll keep you posted if groggily what's, what's going on, but that's going to be the end of the month. Well, give her our love and run out and check the time on the clock in your truck. I bet you haven't set it forward. We'll talk again next week, okay? Hey, you're right, I haven't. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something up for me?